the guy. Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. Government is corrupt. To fix this, politicians would like to grow its size and control. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Well, it was nine days ago, right here in Utah, former GOP nominee Mitt Romney ripped Donald Trump's candidacy. Now Utah Congressman Chris Stewart is joining in and calling Trump a fascist dictator. And I think it's the most important time that we've had probably since 1860. I think we are defining ourselves as a nation. Representative Chris Stewart compares this election cycle to the election that ushered in Abe Lincoln, the Civil War, and the abolition of slavery. The world is standing on the edge of a knife, and it's a very dangerous time from that view. Stewart spoke at a forum presented by the Hinckley Institute of Politics, the same forum Mitt Romney used to bash Trump. Donald Trump is a phony, a fraud. Chris Stewart was on the same page as Romney as he spoke to University of Utah students. And if some of you are, I'll just tell you now, Donald Trump supporters, we see the world differently. Because I can't imagine what someone is thinking. He went as far as comparing the billionaire to Italy's infamous fascist dictator. Donald Trump does not represent Republican ideals to me. He's our Mussolini. Stewart's concerns with Trump run deep. The freshman congressman did, however, have nice things to say about Democrat Bernie Sanders. But I give him credit for his courage and his honesty. Reference. I don't know about you, but I love to go back into the clips of the media to just go... What do people stand for? What were they about? Who did they throw under the bus uh, when it was crunch time? Um, Especially uh, Chris Stewart, because he's got a lot of clips like this that I play on the show. And... Um, and now he's kind of stumping for a uh, candidate for county commissioner. I'm sorry, but I just would not go with that candidate. I wouldn't go with any establishment on that at all. Please walk away from the establishment candidates this go around. If we haven't learned anything, COVID was a year to show us everything. And I love the meme that says, uh, we, we might not have drained the swamp, but we got the water low enough to see all the creatures. You know what? <laughs> so true. And so I welcome you, Kate Daly Show here. I have Larry Myers with me. How are you? Hey, Kate. Good, Hi. Good to be here. You've been on the show a few times. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, I it's love it. It's great to visit here. It's always great to visit with someone that gets the Constitution. And uh, and also, uh, Uncle Milty, how are you? I'm good. 
You sound good. I know. I feel yeah, good. Good. I, I feel so good. I sound good. I he look looks good. good too. You look good. You're looking hot. You're looking good. Yep. No, I'm really ready. hot. <laughs> it's really hot here. I'm ready. <laughs> We're all burning up. Oh man, I love a Jay Golden Kimball. Uh, if you had a residence in hell and a residence in St. George, I'd move to hell. Um, anyway, uh, so welcome to the show, and we have a lot to talk about in this first segment. I do want to cover just a couple of things. Uh, Probably kind of like more of like the need to know. And by the way, Larry is actually running for county commissioner, and I love that. Um, uh, there's some there's some decent candidates this year, some good candidates, and uh, and I was really glad to see Larry throw his hat in because I know what Larry stands for. I've known him for a long time, and and uh, and I love that. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you running. Well, it's, it's not it's, easy to do. It's it's a tough race, and yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be in it. Excellent. Well, um, I, there's a couple of things. Let me see here. Um, uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, there was a couple of things for St. George. Oh, by the way, they said that the firemen got fewer calls in a long time this 4th of July because we all behaved and we were all good boys and girls. And, um, you know, I just remember the same kind of headline the last couple of years. It just doesn't get old, does it? Every single year we're told to behave. Every single year is the assumption that we will be reckless. And then every single year we're not. And the whole city doesn't burn down. I'm just in shock. I'm in utter shock. Uh, and I know this because you've been covering this with me too, Uncle Milton. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we keep getting treated like children. And it's, it's really, really difficult and I just wish they'd back off. I just wish they would stop telling us what to do. Um, we can handle things ourselves. Um, and uh, that's my that's that's my favorite government style. Um, I also wanted to mention the passing of Dean Cox. Uh, sad day, uh, sad day for his family. And, uh, you know, uh, prayers are with his family. Um, I, I can't imagine. So I just wanted to mention that. And, uh, uh, you know, he loved this area. He truly loved this area. So we might have disagreed on a few things, but he really, uh, I think, really loved uh, the people here and loved the area and uh, uh, sort of homegrown. And, and I always appreciate uh, appreciate that. So, um, you know, um, condolences to his family and friends. And uh, I also, well, there was a couple of things on the docket. Um, there was, I, there, I'm going to probably get into a lot of it in the next hour, in the national hour, because there's a lot there. But I, I do want to talk to um, I do want to talk to Larry. We do about a couple of things uh, coming up too, and and just his stance on water and his stance on Dixie and his stance on all of these things as county commissioner, because it's an important role, and uh, we we need that we need a we need a voice in there. We need a voice. Yeah. Well, Kate, why are you I, running? I appreciate you having me on, and and I appreciate you mentioning uh, Commissioner Cox. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we should pay tribute to him. Uh, I had a chance to work with him in a number of different areas in the Republican Party. And when I was on the uh, Southwestern Special Service District, our fire district for Winchester Hills, mm -hmm. he provided a lot of great service uh, over the years. Uh, like you, we didn't always agree on everything. And, and uh, that happens when, you, when, you're, when you're in politics. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely Dean will be missed. He was uh, definitely a, an institution, someone who gave, gave great service to the county. And definitely uh, our hearts go out to Lorene and yeah. all of the Cox family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, why are you running? Why county commissioner? It's just like you said, Kate, we're, we're in an era when government wants to be 
our big brother mm-hmm. or our big daddy or our big mom or whatever it is we need. They want to tell us what to do, how we can live, uh, make rules for how we spend our money, how we get our medical care, and so on down the line. And it starts at the top with the federal government, and then mm-hmm. it comes clear down to the local level. Right. And so as I look at elected officials, I see a few that stand up and say, no, this isn't right. We need to defend the rights of the people. We need to be a free people. We shouldn't believe all this uh, hype that they bring in in order to impose their uh mandates, I guess you could mm-hmm. call them. And then the most uh, elected officials just go along with it. Uh, they want the money, they want mm-hmm. the power. And so I feel like, and, and a lot of people encourage me that, that you should run for county commissioner because we need someone who will stand up. And I'm someone who always has uh, ever since my college days when together with my wife, Marley, we studied the constitution. We brought in speakers mm-hmm. to educate people. And I've been doing that ever since. So we've been right. involved with great organizations here locally, uh, standing up for life and liberty for 30 years. And I'm going to do that as a county commissioner. Well, excellent. I like it. Um, We do. This is a really, if we haven't learned anything, just like Chrisanne says, it's now local government. We really, really need to step it up. And, uh, and it's things like the water meeting last night, you know, um, and you were at a meet the candidate thing. Um, but there were people that showed up for the water meeting and they were trying to or want to uh, wish to impose more uh, fines and regulations and things like that. And uh, I'd like to get your take on that. How do you feel about that? It's an important issue, and people obviously are concerned mm-hmm. about water. There's uh, the big media push that we're in a drought and that we all must conserve and mm-hmm. that uh, it, it, we're, we're all going to die maybe if we, we don't get enough water. And I think we always should be cautious. We should always be conservative. My approach to uh, water in general is that we should develop wherever we can. Mm-hmm. We should try to bring whatever water resources we can to the table. I think mostly that's going to be drilling. It's going to be mm-hmm. reservoirs, mm-hmm. Uh, big projects that are super expensive, billions and billions of dollars. I don't think that that's fiscally conservative. And so bringing it down to our, our water district here in the meeting last night, I, I think it's good that they held a public meeting and they took public comment. The feedback I got was that uh, there was a, a lively discussion mm-hmm. and that different options were discussed. But the concerns that we would have is, number one, the, the Water Conservancy District is an appointed board, so it's not directly accountable to the people. Mm-hmm. And as a county commissioner, that's something that I would have a say in as to who serves on that board. Right. And so I, I think that we need to have fiscally responsible people uh, making those appointments, and maybe we need to take a look at whether or not that should be an elected position mm-hmm. instead of an appointed position. So if, if you've got a taxing entity that can impose fees on people or... Yeah or taxes of any sort, shouldn't there be accountability? Uh, it wasn't that what our colonists uh, said, taxation <laughs> I would, I would imagine, representation. Yes. That, yes. that seemed to be a problem a couple hundred years ago. So those are the type of issues I would look at with, with the Conservancy District. I, I think they've done some good things, and I know mm-hmm. that I met with Zach Renstrom a couple of weeks ago, and they're working on some, some good projects. But uh, we should be fiscally responsible. We shouldn't have big boondoggles where we mm-hmm. spend billions of dollars for, for very little. Re- and it bothers resort. me. I guess it bothers me that they have a 10-year budget yet seek to increase fines continually, uh, continuously, fines. And, and, and that bothers me. <laughs> it just really does. And, and uh, what's going on with the pipeline? 
Well, the report I've got is that it's it's hung up, perhaps indefinitely, at least as long as the, the current administration's in there. It seems unlikely that, that there would be a, a green light to mm-hmm. go ahead with it. Not to mention, with, with inflation going the way it is right now, I can't imagine what the latest price projections for that would be. Sure. And I'm very concerned about our current taxpayers. I don't think our current taxpayers should have to fund future growth. Mm-hmm. That's one of my, my key principles. I, I think we should all pay our fair share as far as taxes go and pay mm-hmm. for the, the basic services that we have. But beyond that, uh, to help uh, bring in you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of more people mm-hmm. on the backs of the current taxpayers, to me, doesn't seem like the best plan. Amen. Amen. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, there's a lot of, well, the, the huge impact fees they're charging and all the different. So what happens to all this money that they've earmarked? And, and uh, it doesn't seem like anyone wants to talk about that. And so this is why uh, the commission is really important. The commission is also really important for lands. We'll talk about that when we come back to you. We'll, we'll go to a break in about 45 seconds. But the the lands is that it's very interesting to me because I talked about on the show how in 1989 and 1990 they 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 weren't even asked to give up the land for the turtle they actually were gung ho to give up the land for the turtle and these and those were people that called themselves Republicans and conservatives and so um, I don't know if people remember that that far back or you lived here back then but they really uh, were really kind of lobbying to give away land and then every time they would take more land I would get the same answer from the county commissioners oh we can't do anything about that that's just it was done by somebody else it was set in stone it was you know we just and and a lot of excuses is that something you can change by being a county commissioner so uh i think it is Uh, so we're going to come right back and uh and you can actually call up and ask uh, larry myers questions about his run i know chris stewart is uh gunning for uh adam snow and and i would have to say Really listen to Chris Stewart on what he actually says rather than the lofty the lofty things because I don't know if I would go go with anyone that Chris Stewart said to vote for. I I think he I don't know. I just wouldn't. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. with me. I got Uncle Milty with me. And uh, it's a great Thursday. What can I say? I also uh, wanted to mention Tropical Pool and Spa. If you're looking for a pool or spa, and you probably should be, a lot of people figured out this last year that they might want to make their home a little heaven on earth. Uh, Some things to do and a place to relax. Tropical would be the guys I would say to go to. They are uh, just stellar. They're just stellar, and they know what they're doing. 40 years experience. I mean, these are the guys to go to. Um, Their pricing was amazing. I just, that's who I would choose. Uh, And you can even get it serviced by them too. Uh, you know, every week or every other week, it's just awesome what they're, what they do over there. So go to tropical on that. And also uh, Caldwell banker property management. If you have an investment property and you need it to be managed, I would actually suggest having it managed so that you can have a life. 
because it can eat up a lot of time. And so you don't want to do that. You know you don't. No one does. It's like going to the dentist. No one really wants to go. Um, and so you want to make sure and give that job to property uh, to a property management company that's great, that's fair, and that will have your back and that will do all the do all the work that you don't want to do. Emergency calls in the middle of the night and vetting people and in and out and you know the taxation all you know the preparing all the tax stuff. They'll do it all. So go to pro, go to uh, Caldwell Banker at CB uh, for Caldwell Banker St. George. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. What's my problem? CBStGeorgeRentals.com. You know me. Whatever. It's live every day, guys. You guys do this three hours a day. It's uh, CBStGeorgeRentals.com. Phone number is 435-272-4699, and you'll love them. Um, everyone, everyone has a great experience with those guys. So I have, uh, I have Larry here and I have to say, I have to give props to Larry. He was the one out of anyone here. He was the guy that did the Romney censure. And I, my hat is off to you, sir, for doing that. I so appreciate that about you. And you were the only one uh, that uh, that got that going and got people to understand that we could do that. And I just absolutely love that. Thank you. Well, thanks, Kate. Uh, I, I've been on to Mitt Romney for a long time. I think, mm-hmm. I think people probably know that. Yeah. I, I ran against Mitt Romney. I originally ran for U.S. Senate in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be Orrin Hatch, who we definitely mm-hmm. needed to replace. Oh, but gosh. then yeah. right after I announced I was going to run, Orrin Hatch uh, dropped out and endorsed his good friend, Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've known what Mitt Romney is all about, and I think many people have, but unfortunately many people in Utah didn't understand. They just saw the name and they f- had mm-hmm. the feel good from the Olympics yeah. and from when he ran for president. And so here we are with uh, Senator Mitt Romney doing things that really go against our Republican principles mm-hmm. and are very harmful to our country right. in, in many ways. And so somebody needed to call him and hold him accountable uh, and to let our fellow Republicans know mm-hmm. that the Republican Party is not going to just right. let him get away with it, right. that we stand for something. Right. And so when nobody would... Uh, censure him mm-hmm. two things that I was involved with we well three I guess we, uh-huh. we tried to do a censure in the state central committee mm-hmm. which uh, I'm a member of the Republican state central committee but we couldn't get enough support we had some mm-hmm. weak weak knees there so our platform Republicans PAC I'm the executive director of the platform Republicans PAC we were the first organization here in Utah to, to issue a public censure and, and we put that out and we emailed it out and, and we got quite a bit of uh, attention because mm-hmm. we, we took a stand as as a group yeah. of Republicans. And then uh, that led to our county convention here a couple months ago. I had a, a resolution to mm-hmm. hold Mitt Romney accountable for what he did. And it passed pretty much overwhelmingly. Nice. Uh, even though, you know, some people said, don't do that, Larry. We don't mm-hmm. want to step on our senator's toes. We really need him to I do nice like things I don't like that because, uh, yeah, that's just wanting favors. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't some, like that. You got to do the right thing. Stand up for principle. The, the political thing. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I think it's a good thing that Washington County said that it was wrong for Mitt Romney to vote for impeachment. That's really what it was about, was about the right. impeachment issue and, and to, to try to vote two different times right. to, to remove our president, President Trump. And so I, I think that it's important that we hold all politicians accountable. If I'm elected to office, I hope people will hold me accountable. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that about you. Thank you for that. You know, it's interesting. Um, you're running for county commissioner. Adam Snow is running for county commissioner. And Chris Stewart's going to try to talk him up to everybody and endorse him. And I find it kind of interesting because sometimes in government, we don't understand that we are doing very socialistic things. <laughs> 
And then calling ourselves conservatives. And I think it's kind of interesting that um, that you have people that uh, like Chris Stewart and Adam Snow, who works for Chris Stewart, say, you know, join the anti-socialist party. Right. And uh, and but over here, we're going to vote for this, this bill over here. And, and he's and Chris Stewart's voted for every single omnibus bill. So I always find the hypocrisy uh, yeah, just amazing. And so how, you know. Standing for principle as a county commissioner is one way to get people to understand what government looks like. What, what you know, not not uh, not saying that Bernie Sanders has courage. That's what Chris Stewart said. You know, Bernie Sanders, I'm just his courage. Courage? Are you kidding? So you can't be an anti-social, you can't be part of the anti-socialist party and then be for socialism here in America. And that's basically what's happening. And I see this across the board. There's a, the, everybody wants a government solution. Government solution. Um, during COVID, uh, you know, the county commissioners went asked and asked Mother May I and came back and said, we, they, they didn't say yes. They said no. And I thought, this is it. That's all you, that's all we get. And so how would you, how would you do differently? What would you do differently? Uh, because I was pretty horrified at the soft uh, response of, we asked Mother May I and they said, no, we can't have our freedom. What would you do? Well, COVID is a perfect example of government running out of control. Mm -hmm. They found something that they could turn into a crisis and and fear monger on. And those who were in the deep state and and, uh, Mm -hmm. on the Democrat uh, socialist side of things uh, took advantage of it for many purposes to to try to get rid of Donald Trump, to try to impose controls across the country. And and I oppose all of that from the beginning. You did. You were very vocal about it. I could see that uh, it was going to be a situation where, hey, if, if this is a health risk, then you do, you be responsible. And that's what you're all about, Kate, is people mm-hmm. being responsible for themselves. And they would have been anyway. And, yeah. And, we didn't need and, measures. And so, you know, I opposed the, the shutdowns, the lockdowns that were imposed uh, across the country and, and even in our state. I helped organize the walks for freedom that you we did. held downtown here in St. George to keep our businesses open. Mm-hmm. And then with the county, I agree that we need leadership who will not go along with these things. It will say, hey, here in Washington County, we are open. Keep your businesses Mm -hmm. open. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, we're not going to force you to wear a mask. (laughs) We're going to treat each other with respect. You want to get a shot? You go get a shot. You don't want to get a shot? Nobody's going to force you to get a shot. Uh, So that's the kind of elected official I would be. I respect people people's freedom and i think that we have to have elected officials who will take stands on these things and just say well there's nothing we can do mm-hmm. uh, we had our local school board last year say there's nothing we can do we have to mask up the kids mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have to do that nope. they, there were alternatives they they could have taken a stand and school like, boards have in the past taken a stand oh, in yeah. all kinds of different states they've said no to something but yeah, yeah. I, I think washington mm-hmm. county really could have taken a stand last year on a lot of things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we chose not to because of fear. We, yeah. we were afraid of what would fear happen. Fear favors. <laughs> yeah, fear, those are the two. Yeah, fear all favors. That, you all know, that money that political ladder. Did, did we really need to take all that money? Uh, did did the federal government need to spend all that money? Nope. No. No. No, they didn't. They didn't. And uh, and so I, I just I'm so horrified at the dollars and and looking at the dollar signs as a big plus mark for them. And I thought that's not a plus mark. Sorry, that's. <laughs> In my book, that tells me a lot, you know, about public officials when they use that as their vote for me tactic. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You know, there's always a price mm. that is to be paid for right. becoming a simpering toady. <laughs> and we have far too many, many 
simpering toadies yeah. in our government structure. That's why our government structure is so corrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always believed, and I'm not a political person. I never have been. Mm-hmm. I believe do what is right, let the consequence follow. Amen. So Amen. you got to start, got to start asking different questions. Yeah, different I agree. Questions. The question isn't, do I make waves? The question is, do I do right. what is right? Thank you for that. Amen. Great comment. Be faithful, be fearless. Yeah, uh, I love it. Um, yes, I absolutely concur with that. Um, we just, you know, when it comes to lands and giving away more and more lands and, and I, I, all these things I've been seeing them do um, over the years of being on the radio, I've been kind of tired of the excuses and I'm, I, I just, it'd be nice to have somebody fight against that and somebody that can stand up to them and not, and not, not solely, I, I find a lot of people that are in power right now, either like Dan MacArthur's running, he had his day, you know, he was mayor for 20 years. I mean, come on, you know, it's, it's like they get into power and they miss it and they want to go back into this power structure again and again and again and again. And, and, uh, I don't know why we think only 20 people can run the city. It drives me crazy. Um, so well, let me let me comment on the the federal lands issue because mm-hmm. you, you mentioned sure. it a couple times. I didn't get a chance to jump in there. Uh, I've followed this issue and been vocal about it for many years. Uh, obviously, we have a you lot have. of mm-hmm. we have a lot of federal lands here in our county, and and how do we deal with that? I, I think definitely our commissioners, all of our local elected officials, need to be very aggressive about trying to uh, keep those lands open mm-hmm. uh, to allow the whatever type of resource resources that we could utilize off of those lands. Maybe even water. Uh, Maybe even water. Uh, instead of just locking things up, mm-hmm. uh, I, I support the county's effort to keep our county roads uh, open and to pr- protect our access to those mm-hmm. areas. And definitely we need to do whatever we can. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't mean at any cost, but we need to right. do whatever we can with, with the costs that we can afford to protect a local uh, and I would say even control mm-hmm. of those lands. I, I don't believe I that all these, particularly these BLM lands, should be uh, controlled by a federal agency. Yeah. They should either be in the control of the state of Utah or even our county. Amen. You know, yesterday I brought up the fact that we had 73,000 people in St. George a decade ago, and the budget was $180 million. A couple years later, they only raised it about $5 million. Okay. Well, today, we only have 20,000 more people have joined us, and that's, you know, like under 2,000 a year, okay? Not, not a huge amount of growth. So 94,000 people. The budget is almost $450 million. Yeah. And I, w- I hope people are shocked by that, that kind of crazy spending, because you're paying for it. And in the same articles as the budget is, we need to raise we need to raise all the costs of everything for everybody here. And I'd love to see, I'd love to hear how you feel about that in particular, uh, the out of control uh, spending. And then I also want to talk about Dixie too, uh, when we come back, because you have mm-hmm. been there at those events and you have, I have watched you and I, I admire that. And I'm so glad that you have fought uh, for Dixie because, oh, we need more people that do that. And I, I really, I really admire that about you. So you've been right there. Well, thanks. And present. And you have a career, too. So, I mean, you know, it hasn't probably been easy. (laughs) Yeah, well, a full-time job. I am an attorney for those who who maybe aren't familiar with me. Mm -hmm. I've I've had my own law practice here in St. George for many years. I mostly do criminal defense. 
But coming back to the two issues you mentioned, first of all, spending. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a two-part issue, taxes right. and spending. Why don't we? Well, let's tackle this you, when we come you back. Take well, it after yeah, the break? we'll go to a break and then we'll come right back. Uh, but we're going to talk about this and Dixie when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. Hey, Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. Milty. I've got Larry Myers. Larry Myers is uh, currently running for county commissioner and getting some of his ideas on the issues and what he stands for. And uh, and I also, um, I just wanted to mention Dr. Diet. Make sure you get over there if you're trying to lose weight. They can actually really help you. That accountability just means all the difference. And they have all kinds of tools to help you, but you can go in and get a free body analysis. You can find out Everything that's going on with your body uh, to the to, you know and figure out what is going to be the right um, food plan for you. How are you? How do you lose weight compared to somebody else? Because everyone's different. Everyone has a different body. Go to Doctor Diet six two eight Diet is the phone number six two eight Diet and also Garage Doors Only. I've known these guys a long time and they are awesome. And let me just tell you, um, if you want somebody that's really good at what they do in a local business, that would be them. Uh, they are fantastic and uh, they've been best of Southern. Utah last few years, and uh, they you can actually get somebody on the phone. It's amazing, and they have the uh, great uh, techs uh, that come and just do a stellar job. And I have loved my own garage doors, so go to garage doors only. Um, and the phone number is four three five. You have to dial four three five eight six eight twelve hundred. And um, and I just wanted to give a quick shout out. Um, it seems though it seems that we really like to fix roads a lot, and so um, with all I'm going to start sending bills to Washington City for all my all my windshield cracks. But anyway, I had to go get a new windshield and I just wanted to give a big shout out to Novus Glass. Um, They are just awesome guys over there and they know what they're doing and their work is beautiful and Novus is just amazing. Go to Novus. Give me your business. They're awesome. I always like to recognize businesses. I think it's important. Um, But Novus is awesome. Uh, So uh, Larry, let's talk. uh, You were just finishing a sentence about the budget and then I want to talk Second Amendment sanctuary cities and stuff like that because that's an important hot topic right now. And Dixie of course, you we, took a stand for Dixie. We got, we've got a lot of hot topics mm-hmm. we can hear. So quickly, uh, taxes and spending go together because one leads to the other. And, and anybody that knows me knows I've always been an opponent of tax increases. Uh, the local uh, initiatives that they had to raise taxes the last uh, 10 years or so, mm-hmm. uh, who did Dean Cox call when they needed somebody to write the opposition to it? You know, it was mm-hmm. easy to find somebody to write the for because everybody mm-hmm. wants in government wants more money. But Dean, Dean called me and said, Larry, can you write the opposition? And I said, I'd be happy to because I yeah. oppose tax increases. Right. So, so I'm the one that wrote the opposition you are. that went on the local ballot. You've and, been and, really busy and people don't realize yeah, how busy you are because you're always behind the scenes doing all these things sometimes yeah Yeah. and so last year when the legislature uh imposed the tax increase Mm -hmm. on the the food and the gas tax my wife and i we helped fight against that 
Yeah. We got. The, I know uh, he didn't turn his phone down again. <laughs> hey, we get some background music while we talk. We we help lead the referendum here mm-hmm. to uh, get the signatures to stop that, and of course the legislature repealed it and came up with a better plan. So I, I think I have a bit of a reputation as opposing taxes, and the flip side of that is, is that's because I think government spending should be limited. Right. And so I, I definitely would take a look at the county budget as a commissioner and say, is this the proper role of government? Thank is this you. something we should be spending money on? Is this something we should be spending this much money on? Mm -hmm. And we definitely uh, have more money coming in than we thought we would. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody thought last year with COVID uh, shutdowns, uh, government imposed shutdowns, we should say, not not really COVID's fault. Mm -hmm. The government shut us down or tried to. Uh, Yet all the money keeps coming in. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when you have too much money rather than just spending it, maybe you should give it back to the taxpayers. I would think, yeah, that'd be awesome. uh, Definitely fiscal responsibility is one of my platform issues Mm -hmm. and I'm always open to stopping tax uh, increases and looking at options for for holding the line on spending or or maybe refusing all those uh, federal dollars. I mean, you know, I know it's tempting, you know, to get this money that they say, well, gosh, if you don't get it, someone else will. But what about principles? You know, I, I watch South Dakota refuse some of their money. I love that. I mean, come on, it can be done. It's always, we have budgets. We already had the budgets. Well, and it's worth it because you don't get all the strings that are attached. Yeah. You end up spending as much on compliance uh, as you get from the benefit of having the money. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's better to do it with our own dollars rather than federal dollars wherever we can. Right. So you wanted me to hit Dixie. I know we're running out yeah. of time here. It's, uh, it's Just a, a few it's minutes because I think hour. people understand where you stand. But I, I really, yeah, give us a couple of minutes on that because then I want to talk Second Amendment. Well, well thank you. Uh, I've been part of the, the fight to preserve the Dixie name since it started last year. And, and I see it as part of a bigger issue. It's part of the uh, cancel culture mm-hmm. issue, which I'm very opposed to. Uh, one of my issues in this campaign is preserving our American heritage. And part of that is, is preserving our Dixie heritage. Mm -hmm. Uh, to me, Dixie is a good thing. It's, it's faith, it's family, it's hard work, it's innovation. It's the Dixie spirit. We welcome people to come here. We treat them well. And and that's what we're all about. And so those people who've come in and said that Dixie is a bad thing and that Mm -hmm. we need to remove Dixie and that, that it's hurting us, it's all based on a lie. And we need to fight it. And so I've done, tried to do everything I could to raise awareness, to, mm-hmm. to bring attention to the issue, to attend the meetings and the rallies. And in the end, it's going to come down to the legislature. And we need friends all across the state. We can't do it here. We don't have enough uh, power here in our little corner of the mm-hmm. state to stop it. Well, because they went everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they went up north to get exactly. their help because they knew they couldn't convince everybody So, so this here. is the promise I've given on this. If, if you really want to stop the name change on Dixie State, it's going to have to happen in the Utah Senate. This mm-hmm. is my opinion. And if we can get 15 Republican senators to vote no, mm-hmm. then it's gone. It's done. Yeah. 15 Republican senators. Why can't we get 15 Republican that senators? That want to preserve heritage. In yeah. an election year. It's, next year is going to be an election year. I, yeah. I'm assuming this is going to be in the next session. Oh, and it will bite so, them so hard if they do not. Yeah. So, if they, oh, so man. I will, as commissioner, I'll personally call mm-hmm. the Republican senators. I'm not, I don't think we should waste time on the Democrat senators there. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, I, th- I think we can do this. If 
if if we down here in Dixie reach out to our friends across the state and put the pressure on Republican senators, Amen. we can save this save this institution. Otherwise, it's going to go completely completely woke. Let's do. Let's be the story that that uh, that goes viral, where a city saved was saved from cancel culture. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, let's do gotta, it. Let's stop it now before it goes any further. Yeah. It's out, it's getting out of control everywhere else. I agree. And and if it happens here, then what's next? The statues, the names, the books, everything is going to go. Yep. I so agree with that. Thank you for standing up for that. Really appreciate all your work that you've done on that. And uh, and he has. Trust me on that one. Um, and then a second amendment. Um, Tucson, <laughs> Tucson has a Democrat. Um, a leader, and uh, and they are opposing the state's uh, Second Amendment over the state, and so they they want to be able to to give their guns away or pony themselves up to the feds. What a lovely city Tucson is, and so I uh, just wanted to get your take on uh, sanctuary and uh, Second Amendment. Well, let's not be like Tucson. First of all. Let's, <laughs> let's not be Tucson, please. <laughs> let's don't do that. Let's, <laughs> let's don't be San Francisco. Right. Let's don't be Seattle or Portland or mm-hmm. Chicago or any of those. Let's let's be Washington County. Let's be Dixie. Let's stand up for what we here believe in, which is Amen. our right to keep and bear arms, our, mm-hmm. our right to uh, defend ourselves and our families, uh, uh, our right to be free men and women. And so the county commissioners did a good thing a couple months ago with the constitutional sanctuary resolution. They said our county is a constitutional sanctuary. And I think that's a great statement. But let's put some teeth into it. Yeah. And a great place to start with the teeth is, is the Second Amendment. We need an ordinance, a county ordinance, and I will vote for this. I hope the other commissioners would, too, that says that our county will not cooperate in any way mm-hmm. with the federal government in violating our Second Amendment rights. And so our our, our money, our employees, our, our sheriff's department, uh, our jail, we will not help violate anybody's uh, Second Amendment rights. Yeah, that's why we need someone like you to head that up, because if they don't vote for that around here, everyone's got their number. Right. And so, uh, you know, they're if they're after a career, it's doomed. You you want to you want to take away our right to self-defend. It's doomed. But see, I, I haven't seen anyone head that up. And so I would love to see you head that up and do that. And I, I actually believe that you will. And so I it's important that people try that they start doing these things, because then the other politicians like right now, you know, you want to I want to know how Ibsen and Vickers are going to vote on Dixie. Let's let's see let's let's see where your true you know allegiance is to is it to this heritage here and to uh, exposing I think a lot of lies that were told in in trying to do this and so uh, in trying to get rid of Dixie so I love that I mean it's let's keep let yeah you, everyone should know exactly who they are yeah if, well I hope I hope you've vote. got some listeners in Iron County yeah that's mainly uh, Evan Vickers mm-hmm. area up there uh, uh, north of our Iron County line here and and we need them to get on Senator Vickers and he's He's up for election next year. Yeah, he he needs to understand how important it is to take a stand uh, on this Dixie issue. Yep, he's on notice, and so is Ibsen. But they both need to show up and make sure that they actually are talking to other senators about this. And and you know, I uh, I just I can't imagine that we would be that we would allow this, especially the way it was done. I just can't imagine. Uh, we so. can say that about probably uh, <laughs> oh 95% gosh, of everything. Yes. And, you know, 10 years ago, could we yes. have imagined where we'd be today? Yeah, absolutely. And so protecting our rights and uh, fighting for access and control of our public lands and uh, maybe not turning so many lands into public lands um, and uh, opposing taxation to subsidize new growth. That's a big 
that's a big issue. And everything is about new growth. What's funny is, is we only grew 20,000 people just in the city of St. George. I'm hmm. um, not talking the county, but just even St. George, who appears to have the most, you know, growth, right? 20,000 people over a decade. I mean, come on. That's not. So, uh, so we have to really oppose the taxation that's going on in record numbers, just like their budget's so out of control. Um, and no, is anyone asking, you know, is anyone going to ask where are they spending all this money and why do they have to? Why not give it back? Right. Yeah, well, we had uh, we haven't mentioned the Liberty Action Coalition. I want to oh, put yeah. in a, a plug for our local Absolutely. organization. This, the Liberty Action Coalition is a nonpartisan. You've group. headed this it's, up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm the vice chair. I'm one of the people that helped put it together. Mm-hmm. Last summer, we saw what was going on with Black Lives Matter and and all the lockdowns. The kneeling, uh, the mayor kneeling, everything. the chief of police. We said we need a local mm-hmm. organization that's going to stand for the Constitution, for mm-hmm. our rights, for life and liberty. So we put the Liberty Action Coalition together, and I think. I think you had Woody on, mm-hmm, Woody I did. Woodbury, mm-hmm. who, who our coalition has endorsed. We're looking for people who are freedom fighters to right. step up and, and become local leaders. And so uh, I, I can't remember where I was going with this. But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think, you know, with Liberty Action Coalition, they're they're addressing a lot of the issues. They're they're trying to get good speakers and they're making sure that people are always aware uh, of what's going on. I know what on. it yeah. was. I was thinking about, we, we had Thomas Dykes, one oh, of yeah. our uh, officers mm-hmm. uh, on our board, uh, do a presentation about all the COVID spending. Yeah. Uh, just a couple months ago, and yeah, we, we recorded it and posted it on social media to educate people. What, how much money is the county getting? Where are they spending it? Mm-hmm. And it was quite eye-opening. Oh, yeah, because you know what? All they want you to do is pat them on the back for taking the money. And it's like, well, what are you going to do with this money? And why do you need it? And why are you taking it? You already had a budget. You should just stick to your budget. You don't need this. And so I love that. I love that uh, you guys posted that. I love that you guys are making, you know, and making sure that people are aware. That takes a lot of work. People don't realize how much work that takes yeah. behind the scenes that you've been doing. And it's funny how, and you know this too, when when the heat is on, people get concerned. And then when the heat lightens up a little mm-hmm. bit, now we're, we don't have to wear masks anymore. All of a sudden, everybody's back to normal. But but we invite everybody. If, if you're concerned about the loss of freedom that we're seeing across this country, uh, get involved with our Liberty Action Coalition. Look yeah. up our website. It's, it's libertyactioncoalition.us. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us your email address. Get on our email list come to our meetings. Mm-hmm. It's nonpartisan. You can be any party. You just have to be someone that loves the Constitution and wants to preserve our liberties. Yeah. And we need a, a voice that will stand up to the other voices. That is the most crucial thing I could probably offer up is that uh, we just don't have the opposing voices. We have everybody in concert with each other right now. And that does not bode well for liberty, it does not bode well for your freedom. And if you didn't notice that during COVID, man, I sure, <laughs> I sure hope, I hope it was a huge lesson for people. You know, everybody got to see when when the feet you know hit the fire that that this is this is what we this is what people did and i could not believe it so uh, yeah i think it was for a lot of people we've we found a lot of mm-hmm. people saying boy i really woke up last year and yeah. realized what was going on and so we we've had a lot of people come into to the the movement to, mm-hmm. but on the other hand there's just so many that just go along to get along i know when i saw the geo tracking and we were getting messages on our phones and i mean the whole nine yards and oh we asked mother may i and they said no sorry guys you know I felt like oh my gosh Um, it's like asking the teacher for recess and they said no I mean my gosh how old are we so we really need uh, to take more of a stand and we need to we need to put all that in place and not wait 
for the next time they do something um, as as horrifically, you know. Um, I just would hate to see that. Thank you, Larry Myers. Really appreciate it. You're you're running for county commissioner, and uh, I'm glad that you are. I really appreciate you and all your efforts and all the things you've done. I mean, we didn't even hit all the things he's done in the last couple of years. It's been kind of amazing. Well, thanks for having me on, Kate. Thanks, Larry. Larry Myers. And uh, I'll be right back with Uncle Milty. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. 